You are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material. And before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I'm joined by our Chief Economist, Stephen Halmerick. Stephen, nice to have you on. Thanks, Belinda. Very good to be with you again. Now, we're back to talk about the household spending insights. Now, uh, for our regular listeners, uh, you may remember that we were publishing the ComBank Household Spending Intentions Index. Well, we have revamped this publication so before we get into the results for August, Stephen, did you want to kind of talk through what have the changes that have occurred? Yes, sure. So there's been uh, quite significant mm. changes to, to the Household Spending uh, Intentions Index, which are now calling the Household Spending Insights. So same acronym, HSI, but it's now the Household Spending Insights. So really importantly, we now are using uh, internally generated very comprehensive data set. So if you can think of um, any way someone can spend money through the Commonwealth Bank network, so it includes credit card, debit card, uh, you know, BPAY payments, direct debits, FPOS machine, online spending. Uh, so actual spending by, by customers, it's uh, approximately 7 million households, mm-hmm. which is around 30% of all transactions that take place uh, through Australia. Of course, um, all the data is, is de-identified and we um, obviously meet all the uh, very stringent privacy uh, requirements. Uh, back, the data is back to January 2019, so quite a few years of data set. Um, really importantly as well, the data is now, if you like, de-skewed to take away Commonwealth Bank's market share yep. biases. And so it, it, it matches uh, the Australian population uh, according to the, the latest census. So it, it um, is very much aligned with the total population of the country, not just our you know, peculiar characteristics of our market share. And also, um, really importantly for those that look at data, it's all seasonally adjusted. So month-to-month changes are related to you know, changes in underlying activity, yep. not because there's more or less days in the month or you know, it's holidays. Uh, so it's, it's now as a robust data set, statistically very robust, um, you know, very similar to numbers we would get from the Australian Bureau of Statistics. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a lot of work to get these uh, changes done, the refinements, and obviously we're very pleased uh, with the outcome. So we've just gotten data for August. Uh, so this new household spending uh, insights publication was launched in July, so we're the second month in. Obviously, at the moment, watching what is happening uh, in terms of consumer spending in the Australian economy is really paramount to understanding the slowdown that's currently underway, given the material lift in interest rates uh, over the past uh, 18 months. So what have the results shown for August? Uh, Yes. So for the month of August, the Household Spending Insights Index uh, actually increased by 0.7% on the month. So August was 0.7% higher than July. Uh, in the year to August, that's an increase of 2.3%. Uh, so if we look at the, the monthly change mm. first, um, really interesting to see the biggest increase in spending in the month of August was on education, up 2.8% on the month. 
and uh, we can see that that is really spending on universities, yep. uh, which we think is the large increase in foreign students coming into Australia. So we know um, a lot of foreign students wanted to come back at, at the start of this year. Yep. Uh, there was uh, uh, some issues, some problems in getting everybody in, getting accommodation for those foreign students. Flight so logistics. Flight logistics. Yep. So quite a lot of students delayed their start to their academic year to the second semester. And we can see a big increase in spending related to um, universities by foreign students. So up 2.8% in the month of August, up 14.7% in the year to yeah. August. So that's also the largest lift in the, the series over the past year as well. So you can certainly see the strength in those return of international students in that, yeah, in that series. Absolutely. Um, the second largest increase in the month of August was transport, up 2.1% on the month. And we can see very clearly that was spending in service stations, so it's the price of petrol. Uh, and I'm sure as many of our listeners will know from yeah. personal experience, petrol was up in August, up about 9%. After uh, falling in July. After yeah. falling in July. And uh, so that's been reflected in spending in, in the month. Uh, the third largest increase in August, um, interestingly, was on recreation. Yes. Up 1.9% on the month. And very clearly we can see that's related to the FIFA Women's World Cup. So there was a big increase in spending on ticketing agencies or ticketing services. Mm. When I say big increase, that was up 70%. It's a very large month. lift. Yep. So it seems like um, you know, a lot of people would have bought their tickets to the, um, the FIFA World Cup games you know, very early. Uh, but as the, as the tournament was going along, it looks like there was a lot of people that kind of you know, joined the bandwagon and saw how big it was yeah. and wanted to experience it. So there was a, a big increase in recreation spending related to the World Cup in, in August. And I would also note that we are just seeing a return of a lot of concerts and music festivals as well in Australia. So it's probably just a reflection of the fact that most things are now back on. Footy grand finals are coming up. So certainly Australians are still preferencing their spending on recreation and certainly winding back uh, on other areas as well. One other one that's really interesting uh, that's been weak for quite some time is household goods. So that was up 1.7% for the month in August, still down 3.6% over the past year though. Yeah, so we can see from the data that you know, those regular items that mm. people were buying for their home, so household goods includes things like clothing and footwear, yep. um, as well as uh, you know, things you would buy for your house, your furniture, your equipment, your, you know, your white goods. Uh, so they, they, the household goods sector has been softening uh, it was up on the month in August, but it's down 3.6% year to August. So I think we can see a, you know, a change in the pattern of spending here. Uh, the, other, the other sector that uh, has been stopped is household services. Yes. So that's, um, that was up half a percent in August, but it's down 8.4% uh, in the year to August. Yeah, which so is the weakest of all the categories. The weakest, yeah, so we can see here we're spending... We, as in Australians, are spending more money on things like education, transport, uh, insurance. Insurance mm. is up 13.5% year to August. Um, so we're spending money on those big services, uh, a lot of them becoming more expensive. Yes. We are reserving some money to spend on recreation, on these big events, as we talked about, FIFA yep. World Cup, and uh, last month was the movies. And but still travel, which is captured in that segment as well. That's right. So holiday travel. Uh, but we are definitely spending less money on the, um, if you like, the day-to-day -day household goods and household services as, of course, the rising uh, level of interest rates, the uh, um, increase in the cost of living, 
really does impact household budgets. So two categories that fell for the month of August uh, was hospitality. That was down 2.1%. That category has been quite strong recently, so that's now starting uh, to fall. And also utilities, which was down 0.8%, which might be a bit of a surprise to people because there's been so much made of high utility prices, particularly for electricity uh, from the 1st of July. Uh, that category was down 0.8% for the month and we do think that is starting to capture uh, a lot of the impact of those rebates on electricity bills that are starting to flow through uh, from both federal and state government. Yes, that's right. And, that, and those rebates lower the price of the bill yes. rather than being a rebate to, to the customers. It's actually lowering the price of the bill. Well, we could also see in utilities there was a uh, fall in uh, spending on water Mm. which probably reflects that we've had you know, pretty, um, we had a lot of rain earlier in the year, but um, now we're moving into a hotter summer. That looks like that will be starting to pick up. Yeah, coming from Sydney where there's a lot of backburning at the yeah. moment, a lot of uh, heavy smoke in the air, so it doesn't bode well for summer. So, I mean, you'd be certainly seeing this preference shift uh, by uh, households over the past year or so, uh, obviously the cost of living is impacting not only the price component of what we're picking up in our data, but also consumer preferences. Uh, and we do think that's going to continue uh, the latest when you look at the volume of spend. Uh, certainly what we saw in the national accounts we got out last week, the volume of spend stripped for population growth, which is very strong, remains weak. And we do expect that to remain weak uh, over the course of 2023. Yes, if we look at the, the annual change, it's mm. you know, 2.3%. So that's actually up a little bit from July. The annual change in July was 1.9%. Uh, but we know that, uh, well, in the month of July, inflation is running at 4.9%. Yes. In August, that might be a little bit higher. Yep. So after you take account of inflation, uh, the, the, the HSI would be uh, negative in real terms. And as you said, population growth is going strongly yes. as well. So. Um, Although the you know the, the, the headline number up two point three percent after you take account of inflation and population it's it's going backwards and also when the Reserve Bank started raising interest rates back in May last year the annual rate was eight point three percent so we've slowed from eight point three percent to two point three percent through the four hundred basis points of rate hikes. And that's pretty clearly the impact of the higher interest rates on, on household budgets. Stephen, been great to get your insights on household spending insights uh, this month and to hear about the revamp to the series. Thanks for joining. My pleasure. Thank you. Now, you can read about uh, our report on ComBank Household Spending Insights on combankresearch.com.au and that report for August was published on the 13th of September 2023. Any reference to the term CBA data means the proprietary data of the bank. The data used in the Commonwealth Bank Household Spending Insights series is a combination of CBA data and publicly available ABS CoreLogic and RBA data. As analysis is based on CBA customer transactions, it may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the bank's privacy policy.